0: To the family here on Purple Mafia. I am your host, Peldino Dino Joey, or Joey Owen. Purple Mafia is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible Stitcher, and Double Twist. Thank you once and always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great pleasure to be back on board with you once again today. As the Minnesota Vikings will not be hiring Jim Harbaugh, of course. They will be hiring, or at least I believe they'll be hiring, Kevin O'Connell, Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator. So in a lot of ways today, it'll be the Kevin O'Connell show. Uh, There's a reason why the show wasn't released on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. This and that. Wednesday, there just wasn't enough time. And of course, you know, when I get home from work, the woman upstairs is very... Like yeah, anal about not making any sound and the insulation in this apartment is ridiculous. So it is what it is. Um <laughs> and then Thursday morning, Brave the Wild. Friday morning, Timberwolves explosion. So here I am today with Purple Mafia talking about Kevin O'Connell. And heck, he's not official yet anyway. So what if what if what if he gets uh, cold feet, huh? What if Jim Harbaugh gets cold feet? What if the Vikings get cold feet? Yeah, it's cold feet, cold feet, cold feet. So Wednesday, of course, everything kind of Started out interesting. It was Jim Harbaugh day. He was coming to sign a contract. He believed that. I believed that. A lot of the local media believed that. A lot of people in the national media believed that. And then it just dragged and dragged. And it's like, okay, nothing's going on. Why is nothing happening? And then it's like, uh, why do I have a why do I have a sinking feeling? This is just not going to happen. After all that, Jim Harbaugh is coming to Minnesota. He's in town. He's talking and talking and talking and they're like questioning the whole situation with San Francisco, this and that. And then there's little, little blips coming out around, you know, early afternoon, two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, Twin Cities time, central time, of course. Uh, you know, that at least one Minnesota Vikings official is having doubts about Jim Harbaugh. And then it just kind of kept going. There's nothing happening, nothing happening. No tweets. Keep keep checking Twitter, John Grzynski, blah, 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 Darren Doogie Wolfson, this and that, guys like that. Adam Scheffner, all these guys. And then it's like, still nothing. Huh, Arif Hassan. Still nothing. Okay, what's going on here? And then, bam, Adam Scheffner around six-ish. Uh, Jim Harbaugh <clears throat> calls Michigan saying he's going back to Michigan. He's going to be back. There's the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. And then next thing you know, Kevin O'Connell is expected to be hired by the Minnesota Vikings. It was basically right around the same time. Uh, he was pretty much the other finalist. They blew him away, or he blew them away anyway. Uh, Patrick was also, uh, Patrick Graham was also the, uh, somebody that they really liked. They really were impressed. But Kevin O'Connell apparently was the one that blew them away the most. Um, Patrick Graham, I almost called him Patrick Grant. That's where I was going crazy. (laughs) Here for a minute, I'm like, wait a minute. Patrick Grant actually comments at Purple Mafia. I'm like, no, no, Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator of the New York Giants, which kind of scared a lot of people away because, who wants to touch the New York Giants anything right now? I mean, it's it's terrible. The New York Giants are like the worst. Who who, who wants to touch them? I sure don't. Um, Jim Harbaugh, again, it was a very interesting <clears throat> possibility. And the argument from the Dan Barreros and other local media and national media would say, okay, well, here we go again. Minnesota, you know, not ready for the big time again. You know, we're going to get soft. We're going to get scared because this guy is maybe not, you know, he's not the most kosher guy in the history of the world. He's he's rough around the edges. He's a little weird. But his win-loss record is absolutely nuts. Everywhere he's gone. Everywhere Jim Harbaugh has gone. But then, you know, then we hire Kevin O'Connell instead. Or at least, at least we think we're hiring him. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, of course, quarterback of the Chicago Bears and the infamous uh, situation in 92 where Mr. Mike Ditka in his final season as head coach of the Bears, because they finished 5-11. and 11. They were awful. Um, gave Jim Harbaugh an airful on the sidelines, embarrassed him on national television, if I remember correctly. And then he became captain comeback with the Indianapolis Colts 94 to 97. The 95 Colts almost went to the Super Bowl with a nine and seven record. Jim Harbaugh heaved that ball into the end zone. It looked like the, uh, I believe it was the Indianapolis tight end had caught the ball, apparently not. and Harbaugh was just had this look on his face with the messy hair from the helmet and everything it was like he caught it. He caught it. And the Colts would have been in the Super Bowl, and apparently it was called incomplete. The Hail Mary pass from Jim Harbaugh. Pittsburgh Steelers went to the Super Bowl and lost in heartbreaking fashion. As Joe, uh, uh, Mister O'Donnell, would throw multiple interceptions that just stunned us. It felt like in uh, almost on purpose. Uh, O'Donnell of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Stunning. Uh, absolutely stunning. I thought for sure Pittsburgh was going to win that game, and I was really cheering for it. It was the best Super Bowl in many years because, like, going back to, it was probably the best Super Bowl since the 88 the eighty-eight one with the Bengals and the San Francisco 49ers. It was probably the best Super Bowl since that game, 1988, where Montana had to drive the team down the field, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully it's the Bengals winning this time because it's not the 49ers either. Come on, Bengals, go get them. <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, was it uh, the, oh, no, the Giants and Bills. What am I talking about? That one came literally down to the final kick in the game. So it was the best since that game. Yeah, because 89, the uh, 89 seasons, Super Bowl, San Francisco, Denver was a joke. Absolute joke. 91, which was, you know, 92 January here in Minneapolis, whatever. Yeah, and the Metrodome was lousy. It was boring. The next year was the blowout of blowouts. And the next year was, uh, Buffalo was actually leading at the half, and then Dallas scored like a million points in the second half. It was just lame. San Francisco embarrassed San Diego. And then finally had Dallas Pittsburgh, which was much better. Why am I blabbing about that? Apologize. All because of this Colts thing. Come on, Jim Harbaugh, you and your captain comeback deal. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh played for the 98 Baltimore Ravens. I remember that a bit. I believe he was backing up um, the other guy. Uh, the Cleveland, the former, yeah, former Cleveland Browns quarterback, uh, Vinny Um uh, yep, who was all over the place. San Diego Chargers, ninety nine to two thousand. That's been uh, yep. <clears throat> and then Detroit Lions was like kind of like a practice squad member in and 2000, and 2001 but also one up with Carolina for a minute Jim Harbaugh obviously that's his playing career why did I get into that so long uh, was quarterback's coach during the 2002 season where they went to the Super Bowl only to lose to the Tampa Bay Bleeps no the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback's coach with that club with uh, of course the MVP of the league so that kind of helps <laughs> a guy by the name of Rich Gannon the league MVP that year Rich Gannon former Viking quarterback 10 years earlier it's just crazy. He was an MVP, San Diego head, uh, San Diego College head coach, San Diego University. <clears throat> this and that. I'm talking about Harbaugh too much, but it's just yeah. Then major success at Stanford. A lot of fun with San Francisco. The infamous uh, the game and <laughs> the fun game with Ponder, where it looked like we might have a quarterback of the future and blah blah blah. And he's been with Michigan ever since. We were all excited, thinking we were going to get him. And, of course, his NFL record, Jim Harbaugh, is 49-22-1. He did tie a game in college. He's 700, won 19 and 51 throughout his uh, career. So, obviously, he's been a fantastic winner. It just kind of surprised us a bit that uh, this whole thing kind of blew up, in, uh, blew up in his face, I guess, this and that. They just, I don't know, like, Harbaugh must be more in a win-now mode. And hopefully, I'm actually hoping... I'm actually hoping that that's the reason. That Harba's in win now, mode, and he probably is. And that the Vikings staff, Cam as people like to call him, Kwesi, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, is more like, um, no, not right now. And Kirk Cousins, we're probably going to try to move on here because the cap hit is ridiculous. You, you can't build a team around a uh, $45 million cap hit. So hopefully that's part of the reason why this didn't work out. Because, I mean, Jiminy Christmas. But again, who brought Jim Harbaugh to the table? Kwesi Adolfo Mensa? Or let's just call him Quesi. Or just Mensa. Let's call him Quesi. Uh, When they have a unique name like that, it's more interesting than just saying Mensa. Uh, So, at the end of the day, Quesi did bring Jim Harbaugh into the mix, along with uh, Patrick Graham. But uh, Kevin O'Connell apparently was of interest with both sides. Uh, That's kind of the friendly medium, this and that, at the end of the day. So maybe you're centered on the friendly medium. Maybe... He just is the right guy all along. It does say that they blew him away. That's the conversation in the background. So your new head coach, Kevin O'Connell, is now in the house. Of course, he was in the Sean McVay coaching tree. He was a coach of the Redskins who was with Sean McVay. Sean McVay, offensive coordinator of the Redskins years ago. It's been a while now. Kevin O'Connell ultimately, yep, um, quarterbacks coach with Kirk Cousins. We'll see what that means. With the, with the Washington Redskins, which they were named at the time. Now they're the Washington Commanders. Commander Data. Commander Riker. Okay, yep, Commanders. They're the Commanders. Yeah, that's Jean-Luc Picard's yeah accent and voice and stuff. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, of course, also was a quarterback in the NFL. New England Patriots, third stringer. And he was the backup in 2008 behind Matt Castle. Immediately went to Detroit, who I guess he was just kind of part of the scenery. New York Jets which, yeah, I don't know about the Jets either, 2009, 2010, but they were actually good in those years. They were actually pretty good, especially 2009. They went to the AFC title game. Multiple seasons, the Jets were uh, the runners-up in the AFC when the Vikings were runners-up in the NFC. Why that is, I don't know. Also an honorary member of the Dolphins, you know what I mean, off-season at our practice squad member only, and then he was at the Jets still in 2011. And the San Diego Chargers, kind of more in the background again, in 2012. Ultimately, he's like, okay, fine, I'll be a damn coach, since I can't since you're not going to let me play, you jackasses. Just kidding. San Diego State, 2008. Eh. Rolls right off your tongue. Third round pick in the draft. Kirk Cousins was actually slightly later. Wasn't even like a fourth round pick. So, (laughs) that's kind of weird. So, uh, they must have had some hope for him, did the uh, Patriots. 94th pick overall. Interesting. Uh, he is from well, it, the school was in California, but yeah, uh, he actually yeah, his high school was also in California, Carlsbad, California, La Costa Canyon, La Costa Canyon. He is six foot five, two twenty. He's a big, he's a big mamajama, born in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, pretty cool though. Kevin O'Connell sounds like somebody that probably grew up in California more than uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee. I didn't really catch that much of an accent, but maybe a little bit. Um, Thirty six years of age. May 25th, I know I'm not like the college coach that's, yeah, the new coach of LSU trying to be Southern. I'm just having fun, I guess, or at least an attempt at it. Uh, but Kevin O'Connell, quarterbacks coach of the Cleveland Browns, 2015, San Francisco 49ers, I believe. Yep, yep, Questy was still there uh, at the time, so that's where the connection is. 2016, Questy joined Cleveland a couple of years later, 2018. Uh, special projects whatever that means San Francisco 49ers 2016 so i guess he was working maybe he was working directly with Quesi in the background those guys were kind of you know working on special projects okay special projects such as such as cleaning microsoft services or uh st- you know something like that or uh creating graphic design or i i have no idea it's just stuff <laughs> watching in redskins Twenty seventeen with Kirk Bleeping Cousins. Quarterback's coach and passing game coordinator. Ooh, yeah. So it's kinda of like in between there. It's you know, you're not a supervisor and you're not a you're but you're not a lead trainer either. You're you're a line flow. So you're a line flow coordinator. All right. Something like that. Twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen offensive coordinator of the Washington Commander football team of twenty nineteen and the Los Angeles Rams in twenty twenty and through the present as he is the Los Angeles Rams offensive coordinator. The colors still match the Los Angeles Rams because they have one more game to play where, sorry, sorry, Kevin O'Connell, I'm on the other side. But this is the last time I'll be cheering against you, Kevin, unless you wind up not being the Vikings coach for much long uh, for a very long period of time. But this will be the last time, Kevin, I'll be cheering against you. So, um, obviously, you see what the LA Rams offense can do. You see him utilizing the talent of that team. Uh, obviously, uh Because, here's the thing, you might, there is always the argument, well, you got all this talent, blah, 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 fine, anybody's going to look good with that. Not necessarily. Take a look at the Vikings offensive coordinator and the head coach. What did they do with all the talent? (laughs) Crickets, anyone? Crickets? Hello, 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 hello. So there is the other side of it. Yes, yes, it's easy having all this talent. It makes you look, it makes you look way better than you are. Who cares? this and that. But uh, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it works out. And he must be doing something right, even if he doesn't call the plays, because uh, neither did Zach Taylor of Cincinnati, of course. Some coaching trees work, some don't. This one, so far, has worked. So, Kevin, please, please be a good piece of the coaching tree. For the love of God. Because we would really like a nice offensive head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. With this offense, with this talent, it could be a lot of fun. could be a lot of fun. And it's just ironic how... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, with you know, it's just ironic. It's one of the best defenses in the NFL, and the offense is like you know they got like eighty yards or something. I mean, it's just like ugh. But it does. That's a, that's a situation where he got everything he could get out of it because uh, because that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. Yeah, even though he wins games, he sucks. He's really ugly at doing it. Kind of like Mike. Zim- <clears throat> kind of like that guy. That guy that doesn't like uh, doesn't like quarterbacks and kickers very much. He doesn't like quarterbacks or kickers that's that's a great head coach right there excellent excellent head coach i hate quarterbacks and kickers that makes perfect sense i might as well go to you know go to my job and say i psh, i hate microscopes yeah they'd be like you know when people say that i just want to slap them in the face get the hell out of here you <laughs> you applied for the job it says it right on there so yeah stuff like that makes you kind of it just makes you cringe i i hate quarterbacks and kickers get the hell out of my office I see him every day. I see him every day. Yeah. And what more do you want from me? I don't care. Get out of here. Oh, Kevin. Oh, ah, Kevin. Now, that was Mike Zimmer. And, of course, Kevin O'Connell, though, I, I have hopes. Sure. And I was, in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking, oh, what if he ends up being something? And then, you know, Harbaugh is good for a little while, and then he blows up. You know, just like every other Minnesota you know, go for the throat, you know, so to speak, win now approach. You know, Brett Favre was awesome for one year. The second year, he didn't want to be here anymore. He didn't want to play football anymore. He wasn't personal. It was just the way it was. He didn't want to play anymore. So, I don't want to play. Okay, fine. You you say you're offering $20 Okay, okay, fine. One more year. Oh, shit. That was a mistake. Okay, sorry. Sorry for the French there. But that's kind of basically what happened in 2010. That's kind of what happened in 2010. It was kind of a joke and back then 20 million was about what Kirk Cousins it was like about 40 million You know <laughs> back then it was even though. Yeah, even though it wasn't it just was that kind of thing Because it was you know about the top there was in the league at the time And now things got really psycho the last five years or so with uh, contract salaries. Oh I mean 20 million was pretty crazy for a single year in and tw- 2010 but uh, the cap hit for Kirk Cousins, I'm hoping, I'm praying that the uh, ab- approach going forward is if you're going to keep the son of a gun, the, uh, you know, restructure it to a point that it's way down. And I mean way down. Somehow, someway, there has to be a way to fix this thing where there is never, you're never going to have like $40 million cap hits anymore from your quarterback because you cannot win a championship that way. You can't, especially when he's not a top two or three quarterback on the planet because he's not even close, him being Kirk Cousins. He's he's fine. He puts up nice stats. But there's plenty of players out there that can win you fantasy football championships that will never come close, or or other fantasy sports, but will never come close to bringing you to, you to a championship. Plenty. There's plenty of good box scores out there. Just look at his numbers. Yes, look at his numbers. They're fine. But why aren't we winning? Why aren't we winning? Is it because Justin Jefferson sucks? Is it just because automatically the offensive line sucks? May I I say again? May I say again? What would happen? What would happen if Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings or Kirk Cousins and the Cincinnati Bengals went into uh, Tennessee, of all places, and Kirk Cousins was sacked nine times? What do you think would have happened? Just just tell me what would have happened if Kirk Cousins got sacked nine times in Tennessee in a playoff game. Or let's say we go to, uh, you know, San Francisco, round two. Kind of like that. That really good defense. What happened? What happened? Tell me what happened. It's like picking up a lion and saying, oh, nothing will happen. That's about what it was like. It just didn't work. Um, He he doesn't have the same response that a Joe Burrow had. Ah, Kirk. You know, with all your durability... And all that. All, all your durability and your special skills, especially with your accuracy and your and your throwing arm and your deep accuracy. My kids are having a little teeny bit better between the years. Doggone it. A guy, Joe Burrow had an ACL right away as a rookie. Well, like 10 games into his rookie year. Nine, 10 games, I believe they were two and seven. So that would be nine games into his rookie year as an ACL. But what's the other thing Joe Burrow has that Kirk Cousins doesn't have? A national championship. What's another thing Joe Burrow already has that (laughs) Kirk Cousins isn't even close to. He has an AFC championship and just might have a Super Bowl championship as well. So, I mean, it's things like that. Um, I don't want $45 million of the salary cap going to Kirk Cousins unless it's a one and done thing. Like, okay, just, just, just indulge it for one year. Just, just survive, get, get through it. Kind of like the Minnesota wild with Zach Parise and, uh, Ryan Stewart, how they had no choice because uh, for 13 13 year contracts, 13 year contracts, yeah, (laughs) stuff like that. So when you buy people out, you know, it lasts longer than ever and the cap hit is still there, even though it might be stretched out an extra couple years, but it's still there and it's still going to affect you. So do the Vikings just say, fine, bleep it, we're going to, we're going to, suffer through this $45 million cap hit, and then we'll let him go. And by the way, we have Joe Q, quarterback of the future, whether it's Kellen Mond, which I doubt, but it's possible, um, or the next guy. Dare it be Willis. Dare it be the young man Willis with all that mobility. Um, Joe Burrow again was sacked nine times. I'm just going to say it again. He was sacked nine times by the, by the Tennessee Titans. Kirk Cousins, we would have been blown to bits in that game. If Kirk Cousins was sacked nine times. It's just a fact. It's not because I'm anti-Vikings. It's not because I'm just here to bash and curse and, and, and attack. Just facts speak for themselves, folks. Facts speak for themselves. And with the offensive coordinator and head coach that we had to go along with that, what what whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> That's all I got to say, whatever. You really think we would have beaten the Tennessee Titans in that game? Because Joe Burrow didn't exactly have the greatest pass protection in the history of mankind, if he was sacked nine frickin' times, and he's more mobile than Kirk Cousins, and he was sacked nine times, that's a lot. <laughs> that kind of stuff really impresses me as a as a fan of football when it comes to some a certain some young quarterback winning that game and then beating a team that a lot of people have looked at as the next dynasty in football. Where I think the, I think the chances of them being the next dynasty now have been pushed aside by maybe Cincinnati. <clears throat> but we'll see. Or the freaking Rams for a short time. It's not going to last that long. Kevin O'Connell, welcome to Minnesota. I know I'm kind of bouncing all over it <laughs> with all these other thoughts. Um, I'm I'm happy to have him. I'm encouraged. I'm optimistic. What have we wanted the last year or the last two years, uh, easily the last two years for all of us that were chanting Fire Zim in 2020? And for all of us that were hoping that maybe just maybe the Vikings would just say screw it and move on in 2019 before the Vikings won the uh, game in New Orleans, the New Orleans miracle. No, the, the deep pass and then the slight push off by Kyle Rudolph, <coughs> slight push off. And the uh, Vikings win on the road there. Um, that Zimmer got his three-year extension. For all of us hoping and praying we could move on. What did we want? We wanted a guy who was under 40 who would be an offensive whiz, so to speak. An offensive coordinator was under 40. Well, we got him. And it's with a very glitzy team that is in the Super Bowl today. They're in the Super Bowl a, a week from today. Maybe they're going to be the runner-up but one way or another. They won the NFC. And, and they had to earn it, and they got it. They got the job done. They got past the world champion Tampa Bay Bucks and they got past one of the best defenses on the planet. Of course, they probably still should have lost that game, but uh, I don't think it's Kevin O'Connell's fault that Mr. Matthew Stever threw the ball right into the uh, 49ers' safety's, like lap, right into his chest. And the guy still dropped the ball. I'm not bitter about that at all. Just a little. Maybe a little. But we got the young offensive mind, most likely anyway, because it's not official. But we have the young offensive mind in tow. It's going to be cool to hear what he has to say. And it's going to be fascinating to see what the vision is moving forward. So, I mean, it's going to be nice to see. Hopefully, I mean, that's the one thing we we don't have going for us is the number one pick in the draft and or, you know, a spectacular quarterback waiting for us with the number one pick in the draft. (laughs) They don't always work out, but occasionally they do. But the good news is you don't have to pick number one overall to find the next superstar quarterback. You don't have to. You know, Russell Wilson was taken in the third round. Tom Brady was taken in the sixth. uh, Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Well, other quarterbacks have not been taken in the first round or maybe later in the first round, and they still want up being great, like Patrick Mahomes, who didn't go number one. He went like 10th. So things happen. Things happen. Mitchell Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Hmm. Gee, I can't imagine, can't imagine that one. (laughs) Mitchell Trubisky, you can't even start. He's not even a starter. So, um, again, very encouraged, very intrigued with Kevin O'Connell. Moving forward, Kevin O'Connell. it'll be happy St. Patrick's Day. Okay, sorry. I'm One way or another, I'm very happy to have him. He is 36, born May 25th, 1985, the good old days. When I was a youngster, uh, I was leaving preschool around that time. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I was leaving preschool. Beautiful, beautiful weather, I still remember, and then went into kindergarten 85, 86, and blah, blah, blah. So I'm a few years Older than Kevin O'Connell. It's about time the Vikings had a coach younger than me. Okay, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's the crappy part. I don't think there's ever going to be another Viking coach older than me, except maybe, you know, assistants. Who's going to be the assistant, this and that? Uh, We'll see. Uh, We'll we'll get further and further into that in the future. It's just, it's nice to have an offensive vision going forward. And it's going to be fascinating to see what the moves are. With that, let's, uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to keep this into... Um, I'm going to keep this into, uh, I'm going to keep this into one segment. Why the heck not? I was kind of wavering back and forth on it. There's no call in. There's no, um, there's, you know, there's, 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 there is fan interaction. Might as well just jump into it. This is a one shot dealy. And I did, uh, post out that, um, I'm putting out an open invitation to anybody, That wants to create a new Pearl Mafia logo. Make note, the idea is to not have the Minnesota Vikings logo on it anymore. Uh, So that's the whole thing there. I believe I had a retweet. A couple of likes. That's nice. Black Space and Levi. Ooh, Levi, who readjusted the, uh, in case he's listening, who readjusted the uh, logo for Timberwolves Explosion, the size so it could fit into HipCast, and then brave the Wild twice because there were two... uh, uh, incarnations of the new Brave the Wild logo. Ultimately, again, we got rid of the Minnesota Wild logo in that one, but a much better, more interesting logo than what had been on there before, despite the fact that logo lasted almost 14 years. Pretty impressive. Uh, Black Space, let's get to Twitter, at Purple Mafia Show, at Purple Mafia Show. When's the next episode? Right now, Sebastian, right now. Black Space, Sebastian. God, Sex, and Sin, God, Sex, and Sin podcast. I believe it's just God, Sex, Sin, but I think we throw out the and in there. Uh, Wow. That, you know, it is such a good show. And I'm going to encourage you to listen to it. You you can, I mean, he opens a vein on there in a lot of ways without giving up too much information from his life, but at the same time experiences. And the advice he gives for someone his age is really an impressive thing. Um, Really impressive by Sebastian Barton. Out of Mankato, Minnesota, Minnesota, Black Space nine nine nine. Highly, highly recommended. God, sex, and sin podcast. Uh, look it up on all the same applications. He Uses Anchor as well, which I might get interested in more and more into. Um, I probably, uh, but I mean, I'm happy with Hipcast for the most part. But sometimes, man, sometimes the download speed from that place is like it's like they it's like they started it in 1999, and it's still in 1999, or 2001, whatever, but like early 2000s, when podcasts finally uh, went viral, they they came onto the planet here. Dave Hickey out of Iowa says, yep, I was talking about Joe Burrow saying the next Tom Brady, (sighs) passing passing the torch just in time, so like Brady retired just in time for Joe Burrow to kind of uh, come out of that shadow. Montana in 1981 in his second year, Tom Brady in his second year in 2001, Joe Burrow, 2021 in his second year. Just think about it. Second year, second year, second year. 81, 2001, 2021, or 2021, whatever you want to call it. Think about that, though. It's 20-year spans, and all guys in their second year. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? So if Cincinnati wins the championship, how freaking cool is that? I mean, how cool is that? (laughs) And there might be a youngster who's just being born right now who will be the guy that will replace Joe Burrow as the next great quarterback in 2041. I shudder at the thought of how long ago that is, or how, how far away that is from now, how long in the future that is, and how old I'm going to be. I shudder at that thought, but it is what it is. Um, gosh, how old do I be? 42, 62. Yuck. Yuck. But hey, so be it. You know, And if guys are out there playing well, and if Joe Burrow helps Cincinnati become something special, good for him. It's about time the city of Cincinnati got another title. Um, Let's get to what Dave Hickey said. I don't know how this keeps happening, but it's like I bumped the mouse and it pops up another tab, and it's annoying as hell. Dave Hickey says he's just become, that being uh, him being Joe Burrow, he's just become the new face of the next generation of NFL football. He's got the looks, the swagger, and the game. Amen. Amen. 100% on that one. Amen. 100%. That's the end of Twitter, Facebook page. Um... see what's going on here apologize for the delay facebook.com forward slash verbal mafia show facebook.com forward slash mafia show might as well bring up bigot really quick the bigot application v-i-g-i-t it is a application or app which a lot of you would like would rather say on android or apple devices of course it's two separate words v-i-g-i-t uh, it is basically fantasy sports betting. Fantasy sports betting, social media for sports betters. You can post about your picks, see what others are saying about games. Vigot Betting Leagues, a month-long betting competition to see who the best sports better is over the course of a month. Free to play sportsbook. Bet free coins win real prizes. Just rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? Betting stats. There's great information available on the like Likeline Movement where the public is betting. So you can use it as a cheat sheet as well. It is, again, fantasy sports betting. You're not using real money. But you can use it as a cheat sheet as well if you are betting this and that and it's fun you know it's fun to compete against other people uh, the crypto.com application crypto.com it is an app it is not a website it's an app open it up uh, but at the same time uh, what you want to do is click on the link in the show description it will show that i referred you if you do click on that link it'll put me as a referral and it'll help the show and put 25 dollars in your account to start trading cryptocurrency so why the heck not jump on board crypto.com app App. okay. Um, so what's next? Let's get to actual the actual Facebook page here. So try to pick up from where we last left off. It says not responding like the way I'd like it to. Was there any comments on the mo- why is this doing this? Was there any comments on the most recent page? The most recent post, yes there was. Gerald String says awesome. Of course that was the conversation about Quesi and Championship Sunday. From Judd Zolga, the run-up is Kevin O'Connell emerging. It's a favorite to get the Vikings at coaching shop. This was actually before the Harbaugh situation. This and that. So, no comments. Interesting. Next. Uh, live updates. Washington football team announces Commanders. That's his new name. It, that generated a bit of conversation. The Commanders. The Commanders. Okay. All comments. would be great. Thank you. Stop with the relevant thing. They're all relevant. Except for mine, Leland Albertson out of Iowa says swamper's would have been better. Drain the swamp in DC. <laughs> Leland also adds, uh, "Still be the Redskins to me." Yep, they'll still be the Redskins to him. The new logos have been terrible lately. No thought or creativity. I couldn't agree more. Um, kind of like kind of like music. The last 20, 20 to twenty five years, it's lame uh, and it sucks. It actually sucks. Um, logos have been lame Uh yeah like the Seattle Kraken logo I think it's lame I'm not I, I don't know it looks too much like the Mariners too it's not that great the name is cool the logo's lame the, the new hockey team Golden Knights is okay I like that one just fine um and the uniforms are actually really nice Seattle doesn't do it for me um, but I guess nothing in Seattle does it for me except the Supersonics back in the day those were nice but that was then that was then. Uh, let's go back to, uh, yeah, and obviously TV and movies and stuff. No thought or creativity at all. For, again, 25 to 30 years, in my point of view, it's been a long time. Um, hope no one finds the Vikings incensed at Evyup since they raised terror and brutality to the English people. Yeah. And quite frankly, every group has done this and done that. Um, every group has had Things happen, you know it's just I don't know that's why i'm not i I don't get into yeah i will just leave that where it is, uh, Mark Carlson says also out of Iowa says Leland, that has been my fear for some time now, as sports team names have had to change in the name of wokeness, exactly that's what I don't get into is is wokeness, I don't. Sorry if that offends some of you listening. It's just not for me. I'll just leave it at that. Eric Mustard, South Dakota, says, I was kind of getting used to the Washington football team. And, you know, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I think the uniforms were actually better. I think they were better. There's Tony Coleman, South Dakota, says, There was some kind of old-timey charm that went along with the football team. I like it. I did, too. You know, I did. And you could kind of make up a name as you went. Like I called them the Washington Gophers, the Washington Golden Gophers, or the Washington W's. I had fun with it, you know, where you could just make something up. The Red Tails, which I kind of, I think I would have liked that more. And if it's going to be Commanders, it would probably be a little more interesting than just a W. You know, a W. Just like the Houston, the Houston Texans. The name sucks, but the logo is actually kind of decent. And then the Titans, it's the opposite. The name is, the name is pretty cool... But the logo is, it's a T. It's it's a freaking T. Like a, a T instead of like a muscular, it's a T. Like that's lame. That's lame, man. Next, uh, Mark Carlson says, I agree with what it said here. Washington football team might be generic, but it's, but in its simplicity, it has a style. Like Ham's beer, your grandpa drank it. Hey, yeah, exactly. You know, that is a perfect, perfect analogy. Mark Carlson, way to go. And yep, Tony. I'm with you a hundred percent. Mark Carlson says that is interesting because the other DC football team, XFL was named the defenders. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Kind of weird. I lived in, Oh wow. You lived in the DC area. Oh yeah. I mean, you were in the, yeah, he was in the military, Mark Carlson. I lived in the DC area for years, spending lots of time working in support of a five sided building. Ooh, Pentagon. Yeah. Yeah buried buried one of my friends in arlington wow so from that view i get it there was a better name i mean was there a better name i don't know and why in the world did it take so long yeah two years is a long time well it's dc and that should say a lot where they just bleep around and they make everything they put everything off will more teams be forced to bow to the wokeness probably it's happening elsewhere like i bet the atlanta braves probably And, yeah, probably, maybe even the Chiefs, all this, oh, oh, I mean, I thought they didn't like that, and just like the uh, North Dakota Fighting Sioux, they're called the Fighting Hawks now, that was the, you know, college hockey and all that, um, yeah, Mark said it's happening elsewhere, say goodbye to Edmonton Eskimos, and hello to the Edmonton Elks, for example, (laughs) you know, that isn't the worst name ever, but again, it's, yeah, it's everywhere, Elks and, and, uh, well, not Elks, but like deer and stuff. Like the Iowa Heartlanders, you probably know a thing about that. That's the ECHL hockey team in Iowa, the AA club, where the AAA is AHL, the Iowa Wild, which is also lame because it's the same name as Minnesota Wild. Why would you have the same name and similar logo and all that Um, and color scheme? Where Heartlanders, it's a cool name, but it's a deer again. Um, And that's a CFL team for those of you who are unfamiliar. Uh, the Edmonton Elks. Yep. Okay. Yep. I have been to the old RFK stadium. Yeah, that's an oldie. And watched the Redskins play. The fans are fanatics. I can only imagine that ripping the name off the team has somehow neutered the fans. As a football fan myself, this name change feels like the team left town in the middle of the night and these are the replacements. Kind of like the Colts, right, many years ago. Uh, and maybe Joey... The from Baltimore to Indianapolis—that is—and maybe Joey, they should have tried that that name. Sorry for going so long. I guess I had a lot to say, school, and I'm very appreciative of what you said. That was pretty good. I respect that a lot. Um, Mike Dale, New York, uh, New York, uh, upstate New York, part of me says, "Ha ha, Commanders, Commanders of what exactly? How boring, generic, and half-assed. Kind of like our elected leaders from both sides of the aisle." Yeah, I, I, I understand that too, Mike, I, I do. Um, that work, that quote-unquote work there. <laughs> yeah, they are, those are the ones that work there, both sides of the aisles. So much rich history with that franchise. Their fans deserve so much better with a more creative and dynamic team name and logo. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have liked something with an airplane, you know, this and that, or even like a, uh aircraft carrier, something cool, you know, something cool. Uh, The pentagrams. (laughs) Okay, that'd be really bad. Uh, Not pentagon, but pentagrams. (laughs) That'd be so bad. Oh, my God. That'd be bad. Today sums it up with a simple but uh, very accurate statement here. Bit of a meh name. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Yeah, because commanders, there's a coolness to it, but then it's like, eh, you know what I mean? Dub brothers with a zzzz, like sleeping. Mike Dale responds to, hail to the commanders. Hail, victory. We're hiding in our bunkers. Ordering others to fight for old DC and then blah, throwing up. Yep, <laughs> yep. Next. Oh, good, good. Thank you guys for that. And yeah, it, yeah. When a team changes its name, it's it's interesting. The uniforms are worse than they were during the Washington W's. You know, the Washington football team. They're worse. They're worse. Yeah, they're worse. The W's uniforms are actually more interesting. They were. Yep. And now they really are the Washington W's. That's the funny part. They are the Washington W's now. <laughs> Next. Yankee William <laughs> responding to one of the says Vikings choose Rams. Kevin O'Connell as their head coach from the Star Tribune. And we get some comments there, which is good. Yankee William out of Brooklyn Center, if he's still there, says, I was looking for the Harbunders all yeah, me too all day just to be disappointed. Hope this is real and not another heartbreaker. Yep, I, I hope Kevin O'Connell works out. I really do. Dave Hickey, Iowa says, "I'm definitely not a fan of Jim Harbaugh. That being said, I wanted him because he's a winner. But his downfall sounds like his personality, and I'm guessing he would have been hard to work with. K.O.C. is probably just what the owners wanted, and should be a lot easier to work with for Cam, <laughs> K.A.M. Yep, uh, and of course I'm all in with this staff. Yep, I mean let's let's go for it." Jerry Hicks says, is this for sure? And I guess it is. I I, I guess so, probably. If things went the other way, we'll see. Um, Gerald String says, on board, Generation New School, great job. Generation New School with the coaching. Yeah, with music, uh, hell no. But obviously, I don't think Gerald meant that. <laughs> no, he didn't. No way. Um, modern music sucks. <laughs> Gerald String says, getting the management assembly... Assembled early, I like that. Not waiting for six months, yeah, that's for sure. Leland Albertson says, terrible, prove me wrong. All right, they, they're going to have to. Yep, they're going to have to, and they're going to have to prove us all wrong uh, at the end of the day. Uh, from the Athletic, Jim Harbaugh to Kevin O'Connell, an inside look at a shocking day amid the Vikings coaching search. Very, very interesting article. Um, I forget who was working with Johnny Kay. I apologize for that, but of course, uh, Mike Fellers Stu Evans, out of South Dakota says, "Worst for me." Leland Albertson says, "Another blown or missed opportunity. Look forward years of, uh, to years of mediocrity." I guess I should be used to it. Only fifty, my fiftieth year as a fan. Wow, yep, this is my thirtieth. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you a bit. Another one says, uh, "Yep, yeah, the Chargers named Ryan Fickin the special teams coordinator, and I made an inaccurate statement in terms of like we just had him. No, well, yeah, we had him as special teams coordinator for a year. He's been in the organization for years, Ryan Ficken. But um, he should have been he should have gotten the job instead of Maloof. Apparently, yeah, I mean obviously, because he was really good. He was the best special teams we had forever, and he's gone in one year to the San Diego Chargers. Lillian Robertson says, keep shipping away at what's good of the team and leave what's left in the toilet bowl." mm-hmm i believe this is the last one okay yep i talked about open invitation for anybody that wants to create a new purple mafia logo make note the idea is to not have the minnesota vikings logo in it anymore so if there's multiple i'm end up having to choose one so yeah i mean why not um it is what it is uh <laughs> graffiti character and background interesting hmm. yep david just posted something there is there a reply Uh, Dave Vicky says, I had a different character highlighted that looked a little bit more like you, Joey, but I couldn't figure out how to print it. Not a computer guy, mafia guy with purple and gold suit on, and I have the purple mafia wars in gold. I think just a thought. Yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm not a graphics person. I'm just not. I could be, I have a mind for it, for what I like, but I'm just, I just don't know how really, and I probably should. Is there an image here? Uh, I'm clicking on it to see what's there, and it's saying sign in for this, sign in for that. Um, well I hope it's not this this guy, no, that would definitely not be uh, something I'd be interested in, (laughs) the guy that they're showing, I don't know, but I don't think that was what he was, it's like them, yeah no, I don't like that guy (laughs) no, I I don't (laughs) so, and obviously like I'm going to have to choose, uh, obviously if there's more than one of course, well and if I don't like it, I'm not going to make it uh, what you call it, yeah, I, I don't do the hoodie thing, no, I'm Um, No, I I just don't. (laughs) I don't like hoodies anyway, but I just don't do the hoodie thing. So with that said, that should wrap up the uh, Facebook and the Twitter account, the fan interaction. That should wrap up the show for now. Apologize if it was kind of weird, kind of an odd show, dancing around a bit, but well, we have a new coach and now we'll wait and see what's next. Obviously, you got to wait for the Super Bowl to end and then you got to wait for the uh, new guys to come in and the new uh, coaching staff. We'll see if uh, Andre Patterson sticks around. I hope he does, but we'll see. I'm a fan of Andre Patterson's. I don't think he's going to be the defensive coordinator, but uh, we'll, we'll see. He'll be defensive line coach again or defensive assistant. I don't know. Like, who knows? Maybe he'll still be an assistant head coach. I don't know, but I, I, I like him. I like what I heard when he was on Dan Barrero during the course of the season when Barrero wasn't just talking vaccine to vaccine with Barrero. There was a little bumper to bumper with Barrero mixed in as well. Uh, with a little toy department, as he calls it. That means talking about sports instead of just A section stuff. And quite frankly, E section and D section and this section and that section. Uh, other than yeah, sports, I'd rather have C section with sports. Uh, a and B section doesn't do a whole lot for me anymore. In fact, it's just, I don't know. It's just, eh, especially considering who is doing the writing and commentating in the A section. I'm not a huge fan. Um, with that said... That should wrap up the show. Really thank you. Please tell your friends about the show. Please uh, follow the Twitter account. Jump on board with the Facebook page. Comment with me. Interact with me. Uh, call into the show with an audio submission. That's uh, Basically what you do is open up your free uh, open up your free voice recording application that's on every smart device on the planet. Open it, press record, talk into it like a phone call. And then when you hit stop, you save it and share it slash email it to live at yahoo.com. Paladinolive at Yahoo.com. That would then convert it into an MP3 file thanks to Zumsar.com. Really appreciate what they do. Also, if you could rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Audible, you could rate it there with a review. I believe you, it's a, uh, there's a review for sure on Apple and Stitcher. But also Spotify, you could rate it with like five stars, one, one to five stars. Please, if you could give me a five-star rating, I'd greatly appreciate it. All of you that have in the past, thank you so much. On like Apple uh, Apple Podcast so far. Thank you so much for those of you that have. Until next time, though, uh, hopefully the Cincinnati Bengals can pull this off. Of Unfortunately, yeah, I'm picking the Rams, but uh, we'll talk about that when the time comes, when we see who is, uh, you know, we'll see who it is, uh, who's standing last and holding the Lombardi, and we can hear that awesome song, and uh, eventually we'll work our way towards... Uh, the next coaching staff and the state of the Vikings 2022 and all that good stuff until next week. Take care. Enjoy and go Bengals.